Last time we spoke, we discussed the amazing recreational opportunities and historical sites along the Susquehanna River. And we are back in Lower Windsor Township today, talking with Mark Platts, president of the Susquehanna National Heritage Area. Picking up on our conversation with Kristen's Corner, a podcast by your state senator, Kristen Phillips-Hill. If you want to check out our last conversation, please visit senatorkristen.com slash podcast. So Mark, you and your team showed me, along with several of my legislative colleagues, areas along the Susquehanna River that we enjoy from a recreational perspective, where significant investment to preserve this region's history has gone and adjacent prime, pristine, and preserved farmland surrounds it. Several months ago, the Philadelphia Inquirer broke the story about some developers from Berks County seeking to take private property and preserve property, a thousand acres. They're going to flood more than 30 farms, about 600 acres, and build a hydroelectric pump storage facility to generate more energy for the grid. So give us a broad overview of this project. Thank you, Senator. I appreciate you uh, having me here to talk about this and appreciate your, uh, your joining the cause to try to uh, stop this from happening because uh, for, for many groups, uh, this is deja vu, <laughs> this, this uh, pump storage facility uh, to be built uh, across Cuffs Run, one of the most scenic streams feeding into the Susquehanna River in our, in our area. Uh, this is the fourth time in the last 50 years it's been proposed. So the poor folks that live down there and have to constantly, every so many, every decade or so, fight this, it's been really difficult. Our organization's been around for 20 years, so it's the second time we've been involved in the issue. Uh, but the plan is for some investors uh, from the Reading area uh, to uh, get a preliminary application approved by the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission that would allow them exclusive right to perform the studies and proceed with a project that, as you said, will take a thousand acres of, of currently uh, wooded and, uh, land and farmland and, and people's homes and farms and replace it with a large 600 acre man-made reservoir that would you know, be fenced off and, from wildlife and people uh, to create a pump storage facility. And uh, it would be built on top of the river hills uh, below uh, the, the long level area of, uh, of the river in Chancellor Township. And the immensity of this project is what's kind of overwhelming to those of us that focus on the river a lot and, and really share the river and its scenic resources with people in, this, in the history of this region, because it's, it's like a, a two mile long dam built on top of the hill across Cuffs Run and around all this farmland, uh, huge uh, dike structures in the river itself, uh, pump, pumping facilities on the riverfront, power stations and switching stations up on top of the hill, a three-mile transmission line to, to uh, down to Safe Harbor Dam, a road, a new road built along the river where there are none now. Um, it's really introducing an industrial scale level of construction in an area that a lot of folks at the state level, the national level, local level, public, private, have uh, focused uh, on saving and preserving uh, for farm production and outdoor space for 20, 30 years or more. Um, so, you know, as a, project like this coming into an area that there's been so much investment in making a wonderful heritage and outdoor tourism destination, really a national park in our own backyard. Um, 
to, to insert this kind of project now um, in this area is, is really just a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, and I completely agree with you. It's interesting to know Pennsylvania is already the nation's leading electricity exporter by a long shot. Independent Fiscal Office does a report annually that talks about how much energy is being generated in Pennsylvania and the PJM grid states. We produce 81% more energy in Pennsylvania than we consume. Additionally, when you look at the significant energy generation, um, Southern New York County really does more than its fair share in terms of contributing to electricity in the grid. We have a nuclear plant, we have two natural gas plants, we have a hydroelectric plant. You get into Southern Lancaster County, they have additional resources as well. But much of this proposed energy project is in Chansford Township, and it would be like a battery almost. It would be stored for times when electricity is needed on the grid. So it's going to be pump the water into this facility, hold it, and then release it to generate the energy when they need it. And what's interesting to note, I think, is when I've read about this, is that it takes more energy to pump the water into the reservoir than is generated when that water is released. And we know that Maryland and the D.C. area cannot generate enough of its own power. So they turn to us to come up with solutions. And as you noted, it's not the first time that this project has been proposed here, correct? Yes, this is this has been going on for 50 years. <laughs> so 50 years. Latest, like, what, the, the last time uh, it was 2011, proposed. I think, was okay. the last time. Okay. And then the 90s and then the 70s. Um, so since uh, since I was a kid, <laughs> this, this has come up every so often. And, you know, from the energy perspective, they think, well, this is the geography of this place creates uh, the right place to generate electricity. And that may be true, but as you said, we have more than our fair share of power generation, uh, both in Pennsylvania, but particularly in our, this 40 mile stretch of river from Harrisburg to Maryland, uh, four hydroelectric dams, two wind turbines, uh, two nuclear plants, this is pump, another pump storage facility that's 50 years old in the Lancaster side. And so that's part of our history. It's part of our economy here, uh, but this is not, the kind of facility that adds value to that. Um, as you said, it takes more energy to pump it up than it generates. And so it's, it's definitely not green in the energy sense, uh, but it's uh, for the investors, I'm sure it's green in the money sense. And that seems to be what they're interested in because um, they seem to have discounted the concerns of local residents, farmers, people that own this land. They've discounted the organizations like ours, Lancaster uh, Conservancy, Lower Susquehanna Riverkeeper, Farmer Natural Lands Trust, who are saying, hey, this is not the right place or the right time for this kind of project. Um, they just kind of discount it and say, well, we want to do it anyways. Um, so, Over $100 million in investment, both privately and publicly. Federal, state, and local tax dollars have gone into the preservation of this area. It's been a real priority for people in this community. And these are people's homes. They're their farms. They're their businesses. Um, people's entire lives, generations of their families. And a thousand acres of land 
gone if this project goes through. The dam is proposed to be 225 feet tall. So what does that mean? And to put it into perspective for our listeners, the Bay Bridge outside of Annapolis, which so many of us traverse, we're going to the Maryland shore, it's 186 feet tall. This structure will be taller than the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. It's massive. It could wipe out a lot of what Yorkians and so many tourists have come to love about this part of York County. Yes, it would, it would definitely be a huge setback for, for all the efforts that have happened here. I mean, what's amazing is, you know, 20, 30 years ago, local folks, state folks, national folks came together and said, this is a unique, special place. Um, part of it was our designation as the two counties of York and Lancaster as a state heritage area and now national heritage area. That recognizes the importance of this as a heritage and outdoor tourism destination. But particularly along the Susquehanna River, particularly in the area where this is proposed, there's been all this investment, as you said, $100 million or more of investment um, in, in preserving land, in preserving farms, in creating trails, parks, historic sites, um, creating a destination that will attract visitors, but also improve quality of life for all of us that live here. But when it attracts visitors, it also brings a lot of money to this area, a lot of, to our economy. I think the developer of this project said, oh, this is going to create 25 permanent jobs. They're going to spend $2 billion to build this huge plant in these pristine river hills, and it's going to create 25 jobs. Lancaster Conservancy, which has been working for 50 years to preserve land in Lancaster, New York counties and along the river, they already have more jobs than that. Jobs promoting conservation. Our organization has grown from one when I started 20 years ago to 12, 13 full-time positions, people working and contributing to our community, plus part-time positions. We're going to grow, too. Same with the Farm and Natural Land Stress Lawyers, because it's going to Riverkeeper. Between all of us, in a couple of years, we're probably going to have 50 people employed. So I'd be happy to welcome the $2 billion of investment that's going to be spent on this project and invested in conservation, heritage tourism, community revitalization, and we'll blow them away on the number of jobs we'll create. Well, I can tell you that in York County, the outdoor economy has grown significantly, making great contributions. And there are three main industries here in this county, and it's agriculture, tourism, and manufacturing. And this area makes significant contributions, not only to tourism, but also to agriculture. And the great thing is, uh, the great thing about all that is it contributes to quality of life, which then attracts businesses to locate here because people want to live, work in places where they can have fun and have a healthy environment and do great, you know, have great experiences. So it has so many benefits for the economy to be investing in that outdoor recreation economy. Well, it certainly does improve the quality of life here in York County and in Lancaster County. So the project proposal is currently under review by the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, also known as FERC. So what's next? Well, first of all, everybody should learn what FERC stands for, because <laughs> it's the yeah, Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, FERC. Um, and it's a complex process and complex organization that works across the country. But uh, what's happening right now is the, the investors in this project have applied for a preliminary application to FERC uh, that, if granted, would give them exclusive right for so many years 
to pursue further development of this project, you know, studies and other kinds of work at the project. Um, so those of us, uh, Susquehanna National Heritage Lancaster Conservancy, Laura Susquehanna Riverkeeper, Farmer Natural Lands Trust, the Cuffs Run Alliance, a group of local residents, we are really trying to stop it now at the preliminary application um, by making folks aware of the impacts of it, the inappropriateness of it in the site, in this location, the scale of it, the cost of it, um, the benefits uh, of other types of conservation efforts that far exceed what this project will, will bring to our area. Um, and so we're trying to make sure people know about it and weigh in now during the preliminary application process. Um, we've already seen um, that that's, it's had an impact. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission did not give a rubber stamp right away to this and say, you've got a preliminary application. They started asking a lot of questions and they've asked the questions of the developer of the project who has provided some answers. They've said that the, the current uh, generator of power, Brookfield Energy on Safe Harbor Dam uh, needs to uh, say it's okay and they haven't done that yet. Um, so uh, people can weigh in now um, and try to stop it. If, if it goes through this part of the process, then it's going to become a multi-year effort to stop it um, along the way. In the past, it has stopped at this level. There was enough community uh, concern and outcry about the project and enough support from our, our local elected officials and, and business community to say, this is not right for us. That actually did stop at this stage. And we're hoping that can happen again. Best way for folks to uh, weigh in right now is um, send your own letter to the developers of the project, but also then sign up for additional information as it comes out uh, from the groups that are trying to oppose it. So uh, Lancaster County Conservancy, it's lancasterconservancy.org. They've uh, taken lead in sort of coordinating this coalition of organizations. Go to their website under their uh, Conservancy news page. You'll see um, a way right there where you, you can submit opposition to it, to the developers. And you can also sign up for uh, receiving additional newsletters and information as the project pr progresses. Um, Laura Susquehanna Riverkeeper has information. We, we are posting on our Facebook page, basically linking people to those pages. So I think LancasterConservancy.org site and the, their Conservancy news site is probably the best way for people to engage. And then once you do that, um, you can get access. There's ways to submit things directly to FERC. Um, it's, it's a little complicated because it's an immense federal bureaucracy, but if you figure it out, uh, you can actually get your letter and submit it into the public record. Um, and that's another way people can help. But I, I think generally telling everybody what's happening and, and raising concern. You know, we got folks that apparently live outside of Reading that I'm sure if this was uh, going to be built and flood their homes, uh, they wouldn't be too happy about it. But here they say it's an inconvenience. I think that's really uh, not a great commentary about their motives. <laughs> um, I agree. And I also agree with your assessment that now is the time. And don't let this get too far down the path. So if you are listening and you have concerns as well, please visit the site that Mark just told you about. It is the LancasterConservancy.org. Go to their news page and you can get more information about how your voice can be heard on this issue. I know I've weighed in, so many of our neighbors have weighed in, and you can also weigh in and make an impact. Make your voice heard about your community and our beautiful Susquehanna River. Mark, I wanna thank you again for joining us on today's podcast. And one last time for our listeners, 
where can they find you and all of the great things that you and your team are doing at the Susquehanna National Heritage Area? You can go to Facebook and search for Susquehanna National Heritage Area, and that'll get you to our current you know, updates and things going on. The main way is to go to our website, uh, susqnha.org, S-U-S-Q-N-H-A.org, and that'll uh, share information there on our boat, boat tours and our visitor centers and our other programs going on. So much to do right here on our river. Thank you. Today's guest was Mark Platz. He is the president of the Susquehanna National Heritage Area. And if you have any questions about today's episode or want to sign up for state-related updates on happenings around Southern New York County and at our state capitol, please visit my website at senatorkristin.com. Thank you again for tuning in. This is Kristen Phillips-Hill signing off, and we will talk to you again soon.